Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to up-level your life is now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. Today, it's going to be absolutely gold episode. I can promise you because (laughs) we have my beautiful and dear client who is an incredible financial expert, Damari Gold. And we will be talking about financial freedom because I feel that in depth of our heart, that's what each and every one of us is desiring. But Damari, before Mm. we start talking about freedom, finances, and all the good things we can do and be to achieve that, I want to take you for a quick trip to Mexico, if you're open to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, let's go. (laughs) What I would uh, love to ask you is just for a moment to relax and gently close your eyes. Breathe in, breathe out, relaxing into the present moment. There is nowhere else to be. There is nothing else to do. And just feel as with each breath, your body is relaxing. Your heart is relaxing. Your shoulders are falling down. Your face is relaxing. And when you're breathing in, you're breathing the fresh, beautiful ocean breeze. You're lying on a beach, Your family is around you. They're playing games and talking out loud and laughing. And it's such an amazing, beautiful, sunny day. And you're enjoying it so much because you're so thankful for the life that you have created. And when you are sitting there and enjoying the view on the ocean, you see a very young woman passing by. And she walks up to you and she says, I can't resist, but not to ask you, who are you? You look so happy and so radiant. Who are you? What is the one thing you want this beautiful young woman to know about you? Not what you do, but who you really are. Time to answer now. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to come back from the beach, some people, they don't want to come back. I know, Amal. I think you just left me in a trance. (laughs) So now I'm at the beach, Petya. (laughs) Just leave me alone and come back in a couple hours. Yeah, I tell the lady to come back. I'm still enjoying the sun. (laughs) For me, who am I? I 
I am a vehicle of, of, of allowing people to transform their personal finances and establish the things that they truly want and desire for their lives. Not, not what they think they want and desire, not what they believed or believed at some point, or were told at some point that they're going to want and desire, but to truly, truly be in line with what they want and what they're doing, because those can be two different things. And I want to be that vehicle for women, especially. Um, so for me, I don't want to say it's a title, but it's like, I'm being used as a tool, as a vehicle for women to empower themselves in their personal finances and truly, truly live the life that they desire. Mm, that is so beautiful. And you know, like right away you're bringing in the gold, right? Because yeah, like yeah. you said, very often the things that we think we should or could desire are not our core true desires. So mm-hmm. how does that go hand in hand with finances and money, you know, like our core mm-hmm. desires and how do you know what are your core desires that you truly want versus mm-hmm. what do you think you should or could desire? You know, that's a great question because a lot of times, if you think about it, if we if we were to write out what we truly desire, most of us will say um, financial freedom, we'll say like, you know, getting out of debt, all these things, right? So there's this picture of what we, what we think is the right answer, right? Because a lot of times people think if I... Um, if I pay off all of my debt, I'm going to be happy if, or that's going to somehow give me a sense of security. Right. Or if I had this much amount of money saved, or if I made it this much, right. I I constantly say that people believe that the only thing that'll fix their problem is if they had a million dollars. But the truth of the matter is that it comes to a core because the things that we want and desire are over here. And the things that we do on a daily basis is over here. They're in two different lanes. So how do we merge those into truly living the things that we want? And it's, it's writing out what we truly desire, the, the real, the truth, not, not what somebody else told you, not what you think or what you expect, the truth. What is the truth of what you desire? And then taking a look at what you're actually doing. What are you putting into play? And something I teach a lot of um, my people that come to me, this is what I teach as far as the fundamentals. When you're taking a look at your, your daily habits and understanding your patterns, do they match those values of what you want? Number one. Second is the only way to determine that you're doing that is by actually paying attention, giving it some attention. Because most of us, we go through life um, checking our app for bank balances. Uh, We go through life saying that we have no money to invest in ourselves yet. Every chance we get, we're spending $20 here, $20 there, 20 in smaller increments. And not really noticing that the thing that we truly desire is over here and we're still in a different lane practicing something else because we're just not meeting the two. We're not bringing in the two because we're behaving us the way that, that deters us from what we truly want. Mm -hmm. And so understanding our behaviors to try to marry those two so that we can actually meet 
either in between or to the truth of what, where we want to be so that we're not all the way over here. Because when you continue to live all the way on this side, I'm going to say my, I don't know what's my, my left on, on your side. Um, we really are unhappy. And this is what causes a lot of people to live under stress. Like what causes a lot of people to feel like they can never get out of their hole. Like they're uh, just not getting to where they want to be financially. They're always behind or they just feel like they can never get ahead or they can never take a vacation. They can never take some time off for themselves. They can never you know, tons of, of reasons and excuses, but their daily habits are not in line with what they truly desire. Mm. So, so th- this. With the, that's really amazing, you know, because I'm like, yeah, that really makes sense because we say, I want to be financially free. I want to be debt free. I was like, oh, there is a dress on sale. Oh, they have a sale on my favorite coffee. Oh, let's go for a lunch, right? Yeah, so those yeah. daily actions really don't align with that. And I don't believe that we need to live in restriction, right? And that's right. Mm-hmm. It's not about restricting yourself. It's, it's about not. taking an honest look on where you really are. What are your true desires? And Mm -hmm. what are the daily actions that you're taking? So the first step, when you say, get really clear on what do you want? Do you have any exercise for that? Or do you have any tips on how can people really get clear on what are their core desires? Yes, I would encourage everyone to really write down what they truly desire for themselves. And, and, And again, look at it from a perspective of not what did somebody say to me? What did I like decide whether something is something that whether you're writing something down, let's, let's say owning a home, because this is a big one for a lot of people. Owning a home is not a retirement plan. Okay. And most of us don't start retirement plans because we think we can't afford it. But the truth of the matter is you could afford it just like you could afford a home and all those great things. But is owning a home true to what you want? Or is it because someone told you that somehow owning a home represents financial X, Y, Z, right? So is the desire for you to own a home, is it truly yours or is it somebody else? Because that can take away the pressure that you're putting on yourself to make something happen or because you don't have enough money because you're constantly thinking about owning this home or is owning a home, your true desire. Now, if owning a home is your true desire, now we get to go back and look at what are we doing on our daily practices as far as how are you handling your finances, right? Is it in line with the goal that you have of owning a home? Now, what I, what I teach is for people to keep a calendar so that they can start writing down when their bills are due and when um, they get paid and all of the things that they spend on a daily basis. And the reason why I do this is because I want people to see, I want them to see what money they need before they need it. Because when we do the after the fact actions, which is most of us do this and trust me, I, I, I've done it too. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not out of this. And this is why I, I learned how to do this a long time ago. And this is why I practice it even now when I feel out of sorts is when you have the calendar, you know what to expect. And then you can give money direction versus 
showing up the second week, right after you get paid and you're like, how much money do I have left to do X, Y, Z? That's not living right there. You're basically your money is telling you what you can do and you're just kind of letting it happen as opposed to you looking ahead of time and saying, oh, I know I'm going to need this or I know how much I have left over for this or to save money or to put away or to pay off debt, all those things. So us getting ahead of it as opposed to just allowing it to happen to us is another great way for you to really truly align yourself with the things that you desire. So writing these things down is very important and knowing where it's coming from. Is it coming from you or is it coming from something somebody told you. Mm, That's powerful. You know, one thing that came to me on my mind, if you would have told me this five years ago, I couldn't write down what is coming in. Like I can do it when I receive it, right? Because when I started my coaching business, or even when I had a side hustle as a personal trainer, a meditation teacher, all of these things, it's, yeah, it's nice to be planning, but one client comes to to go, you know, and things mm-hmm. like that. So what about the people who cannot plan ahead? I mean, you know, you can do projections, right? Like this is my mm-hmm. desire or this is the minimum I know I will receive. But what about those who, let's say, are just building their business and mm-hmm. then they don't have stability on what is coming in? So as far as what's coming in, that's only one aspect. You should know what is going out. Mm. That is the number one thing you should know. You should know what bills you have to pay in order for you to know how much money you actually need to generate in order to pay those bills. The coming, the money coming in part, obviously it requires a bit more maybe mindset as well as you doing the work, but the going out is the part that you have to know what is coming out of your account because of the fact that how are you going to know how much money you need? How are you going to know? People have these ideas in their heads. If you ask, trust me, if you ask people, how much money do you need? And this is based on, they they won't even base it on the fact on their bills. They won't even base it on anything. They'll say $10,000, $20,000, something ridiculous, right? And um, having $10,000 is not ridiculous. It's just more like, if there's no basis, mm-hmm. then it's like, why do you need $10,000? How much are you paying outside? Well, that I don't know. And that is where the problem is. That is where we're missing. We're not connecting the two. We need to know how much we are paying out. We need to know how much we are actually spending so that we can now turn around and say, okay, I know what I need just for my essentials. And I know what I want so that I can give myself that additional freedom that I'm desiring. Mm -hmm. So those are two different things, needing what you need and wanting what you want. Mm -hmm. Two different things. If most of the time I tell people, if I ask you right now, how much did you spend on food last month? Can you tell me an exact number? Yeah, (laughs) probably not to the sense, but yet I can tell you the dollars and it's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but, but here's the thing when it comes to food, what I teach my girls is this, is that when it comes to balancing the life that you desire and the things that you're doing and all this stuff, right? So food is a great example because most of us eat out, we DoorDash or whatever, right? If you like cooking at home, then great. But what, what a lot of people do is they spend a lot of money in groceries and then they also spend a lot of money eating out because of 
so there's a disparity there because how can you do both? You must be wasting food at home. So if you're going to do, if you know your patterns and you know that you're going to eat out, that you're not going to commit to cooking at home, how about you buy less groceries? You can save yourself an additional 100, 200, who knows, depending on if you have a a bigger family or whatever, you can save yourself some money that way because you you're understanding your patterns. If you're not going to commit to cooking, why buy? Trust me, my fridge looks like, <laughs> looks like, like, I don't know. You have to scavenge because I only purchase very intentionally when I buy groceries for my kids, like fruit that I know they're going to eat things that I know are going to get eaten. And I don't buy an excess because I know that it'll go to waste and I don't want that to happen. And so, because I know that I'm chances are, if I haven't prepared the week before, if I haven't done anything, chances are, I'm going to eat out more often. So though that's how we can shift and, and see how there's no restriction there. There isn't like you must eat at home. No, just shift, understand your patterns, understand who you are and, and be realistic. If you know, if you know that you're going to buy yourself a pair of shoes every month, like plan for it, (laughs) you know? So, so that it doesn't feel like you're just kind of doing something out of a whim. Mm -hmm. So that's what it is that although you might not know maybe how much income, if you're just starting a business or if you're doing a high side hustle or, or anything like that, If you don't know the exact number of how much money you at least need to know how much money is going out because you need to be aware of how much money you actually need to bring in. Like, you know, you have to know what your monthly nut is because then from that point, you're just kind of shooting at the, you know, shooting in in the stars without really knowing. Yeah. Uh, One thing I love this so much, you know, one thing that, um, I love that you are also blending not the strategies and practical steps, but also the mindset, because I think that yes. that has a lot to do with our patterns and our behavior. Me five years ago, if you would have told me you got to track something, I would not do that. I had such a resistance. Like right yeah. now I'm excited and I'm even using spreadsheets. Like, hello. <laughs> hello. Um, but hello. I, I was, I was having like major resistance, like even two years years ago when we started to do like um almost two years ago money dates with chris you know it wasn't even on a weekly basis and he's writing in his computer in millions of his spreadsheets and me everything by hand right (laughs) yeah i can do it by hand but still there was a resistance and i know Mm -hmm. many of my clients because we attract who we are they have a resistance you know Mm -hmm. to uh it's not even the tracking it's like oh i have to do one more thing how mm-hmm. can we change how we feel about it? How can it be empowered and fun thing to do? And what are the most necessary things? Because if you tell me like you have to do spreadsheets and track every single number, I'm already overwhelmed just listening to it. I don't want to do it. So what are the first steps we can take? And how yeah. can we change how we feel about it? Mm-hmm. Well, I will tell you that I don't, I don't teach spreadsheets. Although, you know, as a career, you know, um, and some of you that are listening, I am a tax accountant as my career and I've been doing tax accounting for about, well, accounting for 15 years, tax, I exist, but I don't teach spreadsheets. Number one, number two, the other thing is that this is not going to sound as, as sweet, but you have to choose your hard. 
Mm. Whoever's listening, you need to choose what you want to struggle with. You either want to struggle not knowing or you want to step up and do it. You know, you were in the fitness industry, Petia, and you know what that is, what you have to commit to want something. And if you can't commit again to what you what you truly desire, your values, what's over here on the right and the alignment of what you're actually doing, if you can't commit to meeting yourself to the things that you want, then honestly, it doesn't really matter how much money you make. You're still going to have the same problem. And I'm going to tell you that right now. I've met people in, I know business owners that make over a million in gross revenue and dwindle down their business to zero because their spending habits do not align with their values. Their spending habits are out of control. And so it really doesn't matter how much money you earn. You will always be in the same boat because you're not understanding your habits. So the way you feel about it, yes, it's, it, it might be like, oh, you know, or give you a little bit of anxiety. This is why I teach such a simplistic way to do it because it's writing it down, print a calendar out, buy a calendar and write it in. Try to do it on a daily basis. If a daily basis doesn't work out for you, do it on a weekly basis, but do it or sit down a couple hours, just one day and start writing out so that you have somewhat of an idea so that you can start putting into practice. But ladies, people, loves, you have to choose what your struggle is going to be. So either you decide to stay in the stuck, you decide to stay in the not knowing, you decide to stay in continuing on in, in what you're doing and not taking that first step, or you take the first step towards reaching your values, towards reaching what you truly want and desire in this life. And that's everything, right? Your coaching clients, I'm sure they had resistance at first you know, deciding to become coaching clients, right? Because what, because everybody tells them, oh, coaching, that's weird. Oh, that's so expensive. Oh, how are you going to, right? You're going to start hearing all these things. But then once they sit down with you, what is it, Petya? They feel a sense of like, wow, Mm -hmm. like I couldn't get this anywhere else, right? Yeah. So is it worth the time? Is it worth the effort? Is it worth the value? It is, it is. And if you truly desire something different in your personal finances, then it's either what I teach, what somebody else teaches. You just need to find what sits well with you and what you can commit to. The reason why I don't focus on any one given task and I teach fundamentals is because we've all heard of people focusing on paying off debt or the envelope method or all of these things. The reason why I don't teach that is because I feel that it just focuses on one single thing in somebody's life. And I believe that people desire a well-roundedness and you can, you can decide to pay off your debt. You can reach those goals. You can save money. You can save for retirement. You can do all of these great things and still live the life that you desire without making millions, without making $10,000 a month, without it's just us choosing to pick our heart, you know, and, and truly a calendar is not that difficult. If you're making it more hard for yourself, it's not a spreadsheet. So you don't have to sit there and look at, you know, you can design what the, it. What is the difference, Damari, than calendar versus spreadsheet? Why do you say calendar? You know, like why? Why a calendar? Because in a calendar, it allows you to view it in 
in smaller increments and it doesn't become overwhelming. A spreadsheet can be overwhelming because there's so much information and there's so much data that as it is, I mean, all of us are on computers, all this thing, you know, we're consuming so much content, not only through Instagram, but I'm talking like your job, the things that you watch, all these things. A calendar allows you to kind of remove you know, a little bit of blinders. It allows you to focus just on a month's time. You don't have to, you don't have to go ahead. Like you can, you can plan ahead so you can mark your pay. Like let's say your bills, right? Bills are normally due every, so you can plan ahead and put those ahead of time, but it allows you to just focus on this moment. Just focus on this month. Don't think of, because what ends up happening to most people is they think of the big number, right? of how much money I need to save, how much money I need to pay off, how much money, this, that, the other. And what happens is that when they look at the big number, they get overwhelmed, right? So if you think of the big things like, oh, I can't save money or I'm broke, like you're thinking these bigger, bigger ideas. When you get overwhelmed, what happens to most people? Stop and do nothing. Yeah, Stop and do nothing. So, so overwhelm leads to inaction. And this is why the calendar allows you to view it in smaller increments, to do it week by week, to, to get a projection ahead of time so that you can decide for yourself, what is it that you want to do? Are you going to eat out more often this week? Are you going to make sandwiches instead and suck it up and not spend any money for that week? Because you know, ahead of time, what is going on? Mm. Right. Especially if you're the type of person, like you said, that you don't know how much money's coming in, then you better plan sister. <laughs> yep. I wonder, do you use any different colors in a calendar or everything is the same color or is it just personal preference? I'd say personal preference, you know, allow yourself that creativity as well, because this doesn't have to be this drab kind of thing. Right. Like, you know, I often say that to, you know, me, like, I'm not your typical accountant. I'm not your typical money coach. I'm not your typical anything because I allow for the creativity to just come to me of what, what feels good for me. And I want that for you. I want it to feel good for you. I want you to, 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 for you to enjoy the process while you're doing it. Because again, like you said, if it feels like a task, if it feels like uh, something else I have to do, then chances are you might not do it because it feels like a drag, right? But there's so many resources. You can get yourself stickers. You can get yourselves highlighters. You can do whatever you want and allow it to flow naturally and do things that make you feel comfortable with it. My only fundamental thing that I I suggest is always putting down your bills and allow yourself to see when your bills are due, when they're coming up so that you have an idea of how much money you need on a week to week basis. And doing that then helps you understand your patterns because that's really what you're doing. You're taking a month to month look as opposed to looking at a giant screen because I don't want you to get overwhelmed. So looking at it from a smaller, smaller view can allow you to really pick up and then go back and see like, what was my pattern last month? I spent $500 on eating out. Can I shave a hundred dollars? Can I do something a little bit different than I did last month? Yeah. You know what? I want to save a hundred dollars this month. So let me paper bag it. Let me 
make a sandwich. You know, I always call it the sandwich challenge because I'm like, sometimes we think, you know, we could be creative with our sandwiches, you know, take $10. It, all it takes is $10 a day to save $300 a month in 30 days. When you tell people save $300, they get overwhelmed because they think of the $300. How am I going to do it? But if we, if we bring it down to smaller increments, it only takes $10 a day. You spend that on Starbucks. You spend that. You spend more than that on lunch. Trust me, nowhere. You can barely get away with it, but spending lunchtime hours, you know? So when we create those smaller increments, we can make those changes and truly, truly be in alignment with what we want and what we're trying to accomplish. And I love how unique you are. You're not typical anything and please don't ever become typical anything. (laughs) Not at all. I wanted to ask you, Mm-hmm. One last thing on your heart for the mm-hmm. women who are still seeking the financial freedom and are feeling overwhelmed with money and finances. What is the one last thing on your heart? What do you want her to know? I want you to know that you're not alone and that you can make things happen. You can create the life that you desire. I am an example of that. If you follow me or if you go onto my page and you decide to follow my story, I'm going to be sharing with you guys like my journey throughout my whole life. I've had tons of financial triumphs and resets and so many things I've shared with you, Petia. Like I grew up poor. I'm a first generation American. Um, I worked two jobs most of my adult life trying to get ahead Um but there were stories, there's stories and all of that, that didn't allow me to move forward. So I want you to know that the life that you desire, you can create and you can create it without having a million dollars. You can create it with the money you make right now, the things that you want right now, it can happen for you. Mm. So the thing is that whether you take this method or you take another method, just take the first step and do it. Just take the first step. If anything that you take from any of this is do the one thing, do it consistently and do it often. Mm. And that I guarantee will bring you into that next, into the momentum, into the motion, because that's all it takes. It just takes the one thing for you to do and to commit to it and do it all the time. Mm. Love it so much. Commitment, consistency, that's what really yes. brings us to freedom. So Damari, uh, I know you mentioned that people can be following your journey. So what is your favorite place to hang out online? Where can people find you? Instagram. So you can find me at Damari Gold. <laughs> that's where normally I put my stuff. I'll be on Clubhouse here and there, but Instagram is where I normally put all of my content. I love it. And guys, girls, it's really a goal. So make sure to follow her. She has an incredible stories and amazing feed. So Damari, thank you so much. I appreciate you and thank you for all your wisdom. Thank you, Petia. Thanks for having me. 